You're listening to The Gospel Effect, a sermon series about the teachings of Jesus and how they should affect the lives of Christians. For more information about Elevate Church, please visit us online at www.elevatechurch.ms. We're in a series titled The Gospel Effect, and we've been talking about worrying, how, why we worry about things. We all worry about stuff. We wake up every day thinking about how we can do this, how we can do that. But I'm here to tell you, God is the one that can handle everything that you need to handle. So it's not for us to worry because God said, cast all your cares upon him, for he is your help. Amen? Amen. So the title of my message today is entitled, Why Worry? Why Worry? And we're going to be talking about David. How many of y'all know about David? I know the kids heard the story about David and Goliath. That was a story that we all talked about growing up, David and Goliath. And we know about that old slingshot that David had, that he slung. He took that rock, that stone, and he threw it from that slingshot. And he hit Goliath right in the forehead. Amen? So we're going to be talking about, it says in 1 Samuel 17 and 50, and I'm reading from the NIV. It says, so David triumphed over the Philistine with a sling and a stone. Without a sword in his hand, he struck down the Philistine and killed him. So today's message, we're going to be talking about three points, three ways to overcome worrying. And the first one is that we have to trust God. We have to trust God because God is the root. He's the center of all things. We have to put our faith and our trust in him in order to move forward. Without trusting God, we can't do anything because our trust is where ultimately where God gives us the freedom and the strength to know that he can do all things. Amen? And that's what David did. David trusted God. Amen? And David was a little old person, real, real little. So we're thinking about a small child, and then you got a big old macho Goliath. Strong, mighty, big. But if you got the faith of God like David did, then you can overcome anything. Some of y'all say, anything. Say, anything. You can overcome anything with the help of the Lord. All you have to do is put your trust in God. And that's what David did. Amen? It says, reaching into his bag and taking out a stone, he, slinged it. he slung it and struck the Philistine on the forehead. The stone sank into the, to his forehead, and he fell face down on the ground. So what David did, David took this stone because he wasn't worried. He had faith and trust in God that he can overcome it. And some people say, well, a stone, you throw a rock, you may not hit him. You may miss him. But David had trust. And he believed in what God can do. So he got that stone. He wasn't scared, even being small. He was ready for battle. So David trusted God, and he went forward with it. It says, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the powers of this dark world. Therefore, put on the full armor, God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. That's what David did, amen? David was ready for battle. He was ready for battle. He wasn't worried about what was going to happen to him. He, was, he knew that God was going to be there with him. How many of y'all believe that God is with you all the time? Amen? 
God is with you all the time, through thick and thin. All you got to do is trust and believe. When you trust and believe, then he's going to show you the way. He's going to help you get to where you're trying to get to, and he's going to help you overcome whatever's in front of you. Amen? So those obstacles that you're going through every day, God is there to help you get through it. So what David did, he trusted. Say trusted. He trusted God to move forward so that he can get to where he was trying to get to. He knew that God was going to help him defeat the Philistine, which was what? The big battle, Goliath. Amen? He trusted him. So we have to have trust. So looking for tipping points, little things that make a difference, little things that make a difference. And that's when you're going through different obstacles in life, it's little things that can help you overcome. So the next thing that we're talking about in the three ways to overcome worrying, David was proactive. Say proactive. We talk about being proactive. Being proactive is is, is being ready and taking a stand beforehand, getting yourself prepared so you can make it through. So David was proactive. David already trusted God. So he was being proactive. So he already knew that God was going to be with him. So he had the courage and the mighty strength to move forward because he wasn't even worried about who was coming. See, we don't have to worry about the battles down the road when we trust God. All we got to do is just be ready and be proactive. God give us sound mind. He give us ideas so that we can move forward. All we have to do is trust and believe so that we can go forward in the things of God. Amen? Be proactive. David was being proactive. Like I was talking about looking for tipping points that little things that make a difference. David was being proactive. And his next thing, he was being confident. And then, don't worry. So David was being confident. See, when you step out there on the battlefield every day when you wake up, you got to be confident that God is going to take care of everything. You can't worry. You can't move passive and be like, I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to work. Then you're worrying. That means you're not trusting all the way in God. See, God don't want you to halfway believe in him. He wants you to trust in him all the way. That's why the words say, cast all your cares upon the Lord, for he is your help. When you cast it on him, that's you taking all your problems. You're saying, here, God, take this for me. Deal with it. And when you give it to him, it should be a burden off of you. It's the same thing with trust. When you trust God, that means no matter what somebody say to you, you believe God's going to overcome. Amen? We have to believe. So David was proactive. David already stood firm. He wasn't worried about how big this Goliath was. Just like in our everyday life, we, we can't worry about the big things that's, that's holding us back. We can't worry about the big obstacles that's coming before us. We can't worry about that. All we have to do is trust God and be proactive about the situation and move forward like David did. Amen? It says, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, and I'll strike you down. That's what David was saying. David said, this day the Lord will deliver you into my hands, in my hands, meaning that the Lord is going to give you the courage, love going to give you everything you need because now you're in control. Because what? Your trust. You're being proactive. You know that God is going to overcome for you. And that's what David was doing. And it says, and I'll strike you down. So what y'all think David did next by being proactive? See, sometimes when we know a situation is about to come up, we can't, we can't be hesitant. When God say move, we can't say, ah, I don't want to do that. I'm scared to do that. When God say go, we got to be ready to go. 
When God say move, you got to be ready to move. That's being proactive. Being proactive is not waiting on it to come to you. You got to go face the situation. Amen? So God is trying to take us somewhere just like David. David didn't wait. This next scripture in 17, 1 Samuel 17, 48, it says David ran quickly toward the battle line to meet him. It ain't say David ran and hid. It said David ran quickly to the battle line to meet him. When we got to face obstacles in our life, we got to run to it. We can't be afraid of it because what? We already trust God. We trust God that he's going to take us and believe and take us out that situation. We trust God that he's going to help us overcome. We trust God that he's going to help us be the person that he wants us to be. Amen? We got to trust God. We got to believe God. We got to move forward. We got to strike and go forward like David. David didn't run and hide. David ran quickly to the battle line. He was ready for war, meaning that he was proactive. He was already set up with the mission that God was going to give him to defeat that big giant. See, God already give us everything that we need to defeat the giant in our life, everything that we have going against us. God already in control. His word tells us what he's going to do. All we got to do is trust his word and be proactive about his word and move forward. Amen? David. Y'all say David was strong. Even though he was small. Little children say David was strong. Even though he was small. See, a child got a heart of God. A child got a heart of God. A child is pure. A child loves God. So even when a child that trusts God, God can use that child just like an adult. But a child can be used mightily because a child is going to be open to things of God. See, a child is a child. But God can use all of us but a child going to be open to receive from God and, and be used by God. Amen? See, that's why God always protect a child because it's called a child of God. When you're a child of God and you're born into this world, you don't know what you're going to face. So God, from day one, I already take you and he already holding you because he know you're a child. He know you ain't ready for battle. So I'm going to protect my son. I'm going to protect my daughter because my son or my daughter ain't ready. And then when your feet hit the ground, you got to be ready for battle. When your feet hit the ground, it's time to go to war. When your feet hit the ground, you're going to start facing obstacles in life. When your feet hit the ground, the enemy going to try to come and get you. But as you know, a child turns to his father and say, hey, Lord, help me. And when it's time for the Lord to help you, then you got to trust him. We don't trust people that can't help us. When we say we trust people, we mean if I'm going to say, hey, I got you this week. I'm going to take care of this for you. Then you ain't need to worry about it because I got it. But if I say I got you this week, I'm going to take care of you, and it don't happen, then your, your, your faith starts to waver, meaning that you ain't going to trust. But see, everything God said in his word is true. Everything God said in his word is true. But the only way you're going to know it's true is you got to know him for yourself. You got to read your word and know that the word of God is truth. Amen? <laughs> David ran quickly toward the battle line. Say quickly. See, we got to know the key points. David ran quickly. He wasn't hesitant at all. He went to the battle line because he was ready for battle. See, when we get battle equipped, we got to be ready for battle. When we ready for battle, that means we ready. We know God is with us. We know we got on the full, the full what? Armor of God. The full what? 
armor of God because when we got the full armor of God, that means everything that we need at that given time is already in us. That means we're ready for battle. And when we trust God, God going to know what we need. He's going to be the one to push us where we need to go. We don't have to go into battle alone. See, we're we, we not worried about what other people worried about. We're worried about what God wants us to do. Amen? So when God say go, that's when you know you're covered by the blood. Amen? See, we don't move by nobody else. We move by the word of God. Amen? And see, that's what David was. David was locked in, and he was believing and trusting in the word of God. It said a lot of us often aren't sure of God's provision. Rather, we fret. Somebody say fret. And worry. We worry, worry, worry. That means when we worry, that means everything we do is kind of slow. We just, we hesitate. We want to go. Should I go? Should I not go? Y'all remember that song? What it was? Red Rover, Red Rover. You know, everybody was like doing all that, trying to go. But guess what? When God say go, go. Don't be hesitant. Don't worry. Don't think about what you're going through. When God say do it, that means he got you. If God say do it, that means he got you. Just take, just take a moment and think about how far you came from, when, from, from 10 years ago. Just think about how far the Lord has brought you through. See, what we have done, we all have backslided once, but God brought us right on back to the, what we were trying to go to. But what he's trying to get us to see is that when he say move, move. Because when he say move, that means he know what the opposition is that we're coming up against. See, God already know what's coming against us. He already know what's going to be ahead of us. That's why if we trust him, he's going to be our direction. He's going to be our roadmap. He's going to be the one to order our steps. See, we don't need to be driven by man. We don't need to be driven by self. We need to be driven by God because sometimes God will lead us out of something that if we would have stayed in ourselves, if, if it was up to us. See, sometimes when things get uncomfortable, God trying to move us somewhere. See, we got to understand that the next level is totally dependent on God to move you. Amen? And we have to just trust him. And that's what David was doing. It says you won't topple giants if you worry. It says you won't topple giants if you worry. That means when you go into battle, if you if you're trying to topple this giant, if you're worrying, that means you ain't totally focused to defeat the enemy. That means you're going to get an enemy some leeway to get a hold of you because you ain't totally believing that you can defeat him. I'm here to tell you, David, as small as he was, he was ready for battle because what? He ran quickly to the line. He was ready. He already knew God was going to handle it, even with the smallest thing that you can have, a slingshot with a little old stone. And even with that stone, he still had to line it up to hit him in the right spot. Because if it would have hit him in the leg, think about it. <laughs> that would have been, been it for David. But he winded up, he winded up, and I'm pretty sure when he got ready to let it go, he was trusting and believing in God because when he was winding up, he was, he was locked in because he was ready for whatever God said do. See, God already sent him. He had him winding it up. He was winding it up. He was winding it up. And also then he heard the voice of the Lord say, let it go. When he said let it go, what do you think David did? 
let it go. So when he let it go, it wasn't on David no more because God going to do what he said he going to do then. He took that stone and, and, and took it right where it needed to go. And it hit him right there. Bow. But see, a lot of us, we got our slingshot, and we got it going, and we got it going. And God said, let it go. Let it go. No, God, I got to get it one more time. One more time. And when you get ready to let it go, it ain't going where you want it to go because you ain't let it go when God said let it go. We got to let it go. Amen? That's trust in God. When, when it's time to let go, that's, tr- that's trust in God. See, God wants us to let it go when it's time to let it go. Amen? Say let it go. God say let it go. Let it go. Amen? And everything in life that we go through, it ain't on us when it's time to let it go. See, God going to say let it go. We all in different points in our life when God say let it go. See, we all in different levels of life right now. We all are diff- different levels in Christ right now. But we all are striving to be a better person. We all are trying to move forward. So the obstacles that you're going through in life is for you at that given moment in the place where you are in your life. So when God said, let it go, let it go. We all, we all deal with different situations in life. And God said, let it go, let it go. Trust in the Lord. It says, David is a subject of less than, he talked about these 15, 15 verbs that David used. It says, as encounters Goliath, it says, while David ran, he put his hand, he took out, he slung, he struck, he prevailed, striking down, killing, ran, he stood over, he grasped, he drew, he killed. Then he cut off Goliath's head. See, we can take something from David. As small as he was, he was ready for battle. He was ready for battle. So I'm going to tell you how worrying comes about. It's a worrying is like a rocking chair. Somebody say a rocking chair. Everybody here been in a rocking chair? Worrying is like a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. It gives you something to do, but it goes nowhere. See, we ain't trying to worry and not move. We want to trust and go. Amen? Why worry? And the third point that we're going to talk about, three ways to overcome worry. And the third point is listening to the Holy Spirit. Listening to the Holy Spirit. And that's what I was talking about when David had that slingshot winding it up. When he was winding it up, he was listening to the voice of the Lord. Amen? And when the voice of the Lord said, let it go, guess what David did? Let it go. So we have to listen to the voice of the Lord. And some say, what is the voice of the Lord? See, when you, when you praying and you locked into the things of God, you're going to hear that voice. We hear that voice all the time. But sometimes we take that voice and say, oh, no, nah, forget that. I ain't trying to hear that today. We got to hearken to the voice of the Lord. Amen? Listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen for the divine whispers, holy promptings. Listen for the divine whispers. See, the Lord don't speak loud. It's that inner man that you hear. You, that inner voice that you hear. The Lord is whispering to you, and he's telling you. It ain't for everybody else to hear. It's for you to hear because the Lord deal with us individually. Amen? Then it goes on and says, 
I sought the Lord, and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. It says, I sought the Lord. That means he went to the Lord, he wanted the Lord, and he answered me. That means when you go to the Father, and you trust in him, and you believe in him, he going to answer you. And when he answers you, then he's going to deliver you from all your fears. That means when he delivers you from all your fears, that means now you're not worrying. You're not worrying anymore. Because when you don't worry anymore, it's like a little baby. When a father holding his child in his arms, that child ain't worrying. The child just rested right there on the father's hand. See, when we, when we cast all our cares on the Lord, when we trust God and we believe what he can do, then it's like we land in his arms. And when we land in his arms, then he's going to rock us, he's going to rock us, he's going to comfort us, and we have nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about. And it goes on and says, taste and see that the Lord is good. Taste and see that the Lord is good. See, tasting is, is you indulging into the things of God that you want to get to be so close to him. It said, taste and you'll see. See, when you go to the buffet and you're looking at the food, you're just looking at the food. But you got to taste it to get a real piece of it to know what it's like. Amen? See, we can see the blessings on other people's life. But they should, when they see the blessings on other people's lives, when, when they see the light shining on you, then that makes people want to see what that is you got going on over there. What's going on over there in your kitchen? I need to get a little piece of that. So when you go witnessing to them, now they're getting a chance to feel a little bit of God. When they get a little bit of God for themselves, now, at that moment, they can start trusting and believing and start receiving, and it never stops. See, what we do in here, what we do in here is we get the word in us, and when we take it on the outside, it shines. So people want to get a taste of what God really is all about. See, what we do, God give us everything we need so other people can see the beauty of God on our lives. Amen? And when they see the beauty of God on our lives, then guess what? Now, the light that's shining on us, they can see it from a distance. Then you, you give them some of that food. See, God don't want us to keep all the food on our table. Amen? He want us to, he want us, he want us to spread this food all the way across the world. That's the manna. That's the bread. Amen? It says, the righteous crowd and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. And notice it said the righteous crowds. That means you got to know God. You got to trust God. You got to believe in him. The righteous crowd and the Lord hears them. And he delivers them from all their troubles. Amen. So when you trust and believe in God, then he's going to bring you out of whatever you're in. Amen. Listen, listen, listen for the Lord. For the Lord is leading, delivering, guiding as you seek to take aim against your largest obstacles of, of your greatest challenge. Listen, listen, listen for the Lord for the Lord is leading, delivering, guiding as you seek to take aim against your largest obstacles, your greatest challenge. See, the Lord is with us in everything that we do. The Lord is with us. He's ready 
to go to war for you. But you got to be just like David. You got to allow him to do what he going to do. And you got to listen to that voice. Amen. I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, blood, but against the powers of this dark world. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of the evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground. Amen? How many of y'all ready to stand your ground? How many of y'all are really ready to stand your ground? How many of y'all really ready to run to the line like David did and say, come on, Goliath, I'm ready for you? See, when you get ready to go, God going with you. When you get ready to move, God going with you. But when you go by yourself and you don't trust God, you alone. You alone. See, David already knew that God was going to be with him. David trusted God so much that he was ready to go to battle. Even as small as he was going against a big Goliath. But the outside world will say, oh, you can't do that. You can't go to college. You can't do that. You, you can't do that. When you got God in your life, you can do anything. When you got God on your side, you can do anything. Amen. You got to know that God is with you. And if God is in you, you, you can do all. That's why his word says, you can do all things through Christ Jesus, which strengthens me. See, the word says that. See, that's the word that's inside of us. See, you got to understand that. Whatever your obstacles are in life, whatever your battles are, whatever your circumstances, I can do all things through Christ Jesus. That's what David said. David said, I'm not scared of you, Goliath. I'm ready for you because I know God with me. I know God in me. I know God going to get me through. So David ran quickly. So when obstacles come towards you, don't be afraid to go to it. Don't run and hide. You go with God because God already with you. So we talked about three ways to overcome worry. Trust God, like David. Be proactive, like David. And listen to the Holy Spirit, like David. Amen? And to sum it all up, for each of us has been anointed and chosen in Jesus. Chosen to do great things. Say great things. We were chosen to do great things. Chosen to overcome great obstacles. Say great obstacles. obstacles. Chosen to topple great giants. Say great giants. See, we can topple anything. It's a a chosen to topple great giants. That means the big things, the big obstacles that the world thinks you can't do, God says already done. You can do it if you trust God. Amen. It says through the encouragement, the guidance, and the power of the Lord. Say power. The mighty power of the Lord. See, when you got all that working for you, then God going to do the rest. It ain't about us. It ain't about man. It's about God. If you trust God, everything going to be accomplished. Amen? Amen. How many of y'all ready to go to battle? How many of y'all trust David? How many of y'all trust the Lord? And how many of you all ready to go to war with me? See, when you take a whole army of God, say army. See, when you saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, we got a powerful army. Can't nobody stop us. Say, can't nobody stop us. <laughs> See, the Lord is ready for us to go to battle. See, we pray for one another. We lift one another up. See, God want to take us somewhere. God want to use 
David, just like he used people in the Bible, all type of people. And you notice the people that God used was people that people was like, we don't want that. See, God always want to use the people that nobody else want to use. That's why I love Elevate. See, what, see, see what, you, what you see is what you get. That's why I love this church. See, God want to use each and every one of you. Each and every one of you here for one reason, because God want to use you. Each and every one of you here because something happened along the way. Something wasn't right. But God here to tell you today, you can be used. You can be used because he want to use you. He want to take you just like David. But they say, oh, little old David, get him out of here. Little old Tommy, little old you. No, God say, no, yo little, I'm going to make it big because I'm going to use you because what? I already know you trust me. Amen. See, God know you trust him. Just let it go and let him use you. Amen. When he, listen to the voice. When God say move, move. See, we don't move when God say move, then we one step off. Follow my baseball players. When that pitch come down there and it's time to swing, you got to swing on time, pow, it's gone. You swing too late, strike. So the timing is everything, right? So when God say go, we got to go. So if we hesitate or we worry or we fret when God say move, guess what? Just mention, strike. You get three of them, guess what? Got that arm power back there. That's the devil. He waited. He ready to hit the strike on you. Yeah, here he come. I know he ain't going to swing. He ain't going to go. Strike. God, God in your ear again. Come on now. You got this. Go ahead and swing. You got it. You got it. Devil back. He ain't going to swing. Get it? Strike. Here go God again. Come on, I know you got this. I know you got this. And then here come that pitch. Boom. God giving you time. He giving you time, see. Boom. Oh, oh, we got a full count. It's three and two. What you going to do? Guess who step up to the plate? David. Swing. Boom. And there you go. Home run. But everybody thought you weren't going to make it. See, listen to the voice of the Lord. Listen to the voice of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's close in prayer. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the word, Father God, that went forward today, Father God. We thank you for everything that you have done, Father God, in our lives, Father God. Father God, if, if there's no one here, Father God, that if there's someone here that don't know you, Father God, we ask that they get to know you today, Father. Father, we just love you. We magnify your holy name, Father. And, Father, we just want to continue to lift up your, your name, Father, and we just want to say thank you right now, Father God, because you are so awesome. You are so worthy to be praised, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you for the example of David, Father God, showing David, Father God, a small person, Father God, that defeated the Goliath, Father God. We know that we face obstacles that are big, Father God, that sometimes we know that we can't overcome, but we trust in and we know, Father God, that we can do all things, Father God. Father God, I ask you to bless your people, Father God. Father God, from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet, Father God. And if they don't know you, Father God, if they get to know you, Father God. And Father God, we're just going to go by saying, Father God, Father God, we know that you died on the cross, Father God. We know that you rose on the third day, Father God. And we know that you are the one, Father God, that does it all, Father God. If anyone believe that, Father God, right now, Father God, they are saved right now, Father. 
And we know that we are saved, Father God, because we trust in and we believe in you, just like David, Father God. We're going to defeat the Goliath, Father God, and we're going to move as you say move, Father God. And we ask all these things in your precious Son, Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We'd like to thank you for listening and encourage you to visit our website at www.elevatechurch.ms so you can learn more about being blessed and blessing others at Elevate Church.